bless you. This is the day that the Lord has made and we have chosen to rejoice and be glad in it. For I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. The Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. And we thank God for each and every one of you that have connected with the Point of Praise Family Life Center's virtual worship experience. I am so excited that you decided to connect with us. We believe that God is going to radically change your life uh, on today. It's a good day to give thanks unto the Lord. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. We serve a good God. We serve a great God. We serve an awesome God. We serve a mighty God, and he's worthy of all the glory, honor, and praise we can give him on today. And I encourage all of you, I encourage all of you to create a space wherever you are to praise and magnify the name of the Lord. Invite his presence into your home, wherever you may be. Invite his presence because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty and God is ready to liberate you. God is ready to snatch you out of some things. God is ready to draw you out of some things on today. And I want you to raise your level of expectation to receive from the Lord because he's getting ready to do great and mighty things. Well, scratch that. He's already doing great and mighty things. Won't you just put that in the common area this morning that God is doing great and mighty things. He's doing great and mighty things. Whereof we are glad. I'm so excited about what God is doing in your life. God is turning your situation around. Right now, the anointing of God is flowing. And because the anointing of God is flowing, burdens are being removed and yokes are being destroyed. The enemy has to loose his grips off your life, off your family, off your business, off your career, off your mind, off your body. He has to loose his hold. He has to let you go. God is setting every captive free on this morning. Come on, let's pray real quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for who you are. We thank you for your awesomeness. You're awesome in all your ways, God. We thank you for your glory. Feel in this temple, feel in this house. We thank you for your spirit and your anointing flowing through these airwaves and over this social media platform. We thank you for lives that shall be saved. We thank you for bodies that shall be healed. We thank you for minds that shall be regulated. We thank you for mending the broken heart. Glory be to God on this morning. And we glorify you. We praise you in advance, God, because we believe that you're doing a great work. Come on, say God is doing a great work. We believe you're doing a great work in us and everything around us is blessed. Everything connected to us is blessed. And we glorify your name for it now. In Jesus name, amen and amen. Man, glory to God. Now, listen, I need every one of you to do me a, a, a great big favor. We know that sharing is caring. So we want you to share this virtual worship experience with everybody uh, in your Facebook community or those individuals that's on Instagram. We want you to, to share this, invite someone, tag someone, start a watch party, get individuals together so they can receive the word from the Lord so that they can experience the anointing and the power of God. Because I believe something good is happening 
for you right now. And this was what I also would like to do. You know, during this time, we meet and we greet one another. So let's go right into the common area. Let's see who's with us on this morning. Let's meet and greet uh, each other. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's see who's with us. Good morning, Mother Audrey. God bless you. Good morning, uh, Brother Markel. We thank God for you on this morning. Also, good morning, Brother Alfred. Good morning, sir. We thank. Good morning, Sister Maria. God bless you. Thank you for being with us. God bless you. Uh, Cindy, God bless you. We thank God for Deacon Holland. Let's celebrate God for our senior pastor, Senior Pastor Charles and, and First Lady Charles. Let's give them hearts and thumbs up. God bless you, June. Let's flood the common area with hearts and thumbs up for them. We celebrate God for my lovely wife. Come on, let's shoot those hearts up uh, for Lady Brown. Hallelujah. Let's show our leaders how much we appreciate them. Uh, on this morning. I'm so excited about the word of the Lord on today. I believe that this word is tailor-made uh, for us. God bless you, Mother uh, Jerry Blake. We thank God for you. I believe this word is tailor-made uh, for each and every one of us on today. Um, but before we get started, I would like to apologize to, to everyone. There was a little disconnect uh, in our communication um, centered around our worship experience on today, whether we're going to be just strictly virtual or whether we was going to be in the parking lot and and virtual. And I really do apologize, especially those uh, individuals that drove down, uh, drove over to the church, individuals that, that traveled down and had to turn around. I really apologize uh, for that. There was just a breakdown in communication. We thought we uh, got the information out uh, into the hands of, of everyone uh, that needed to know that we wouldn't be in our parking lot service, but there was some breakdown in communication. And I really apologize. I sincerely apologize. And we'll make sure uh, we'll do our best to to make sure that won't happen um, again. So please look, uh, keep your eyes open, your ears open for announcements so you'll know when our next parking lot service is going to be. And I understand everybody's excited and it's nice outside. It's beautiful um, outside. And we've been in the house. We haven't had in-person uh, fellowship. We haven't been able to go into the sanctuary. So I know individuals' expectations is high. We want to get out of the house. We want to fellowship with one another. And guess what? I want to see your face too. I want to fellowship with you. Fellowship means something to me also. So again, please accept uh, my sincere apologies in regards to the breakdown of communication. And I promise you, we will do our best to make sure that doesn't happen again. So again, keep your eyes and ears open. We're going to be letting you know when our next parking lot service is going to be, and it won't be long. We'll make sure we get uh, you the information that you'll need so we can build the momentum uh, that's necessary to fill that parking lot up. We want to Good morning. this time um, uh, of evangel as a time of evangelism and to touch the lives of of people that may not ever come into the sanctuary, but they're open to come into the parking lot, pull out their lawn chairs, roll down their windows and hear the word uh, of the Lord. Uh, so please, again, keep your eyes and your ears open. I'm ready to preach on this morning. God has given me a word, he dropped the word uh, in, in my spirit uh, for today. So we wanna get ready to get right uh, into 
of the word of the Lord. You know, for the last several weeks, we launched, we've been in a series entitled uh, Deliverance Now. And I'm, I'm going to stay connected with that. That's going to be our umbrella, if you would, will, uh, for our, our theme on this morning. But we're going to deal with soul prosperity on today. We're going to deal with soul prosperity because a lot of individuals during this time of pandemic, they've gone through some emotional changes. We are, to be honest with you, we all probably going through some um, emotional changes. This pandemic did a job on a lot of the saints of God. Well, let's put it like this. This pandemic has done a job on believers everywhere. It's done a job on non-believers um, also. Individuals became depressed. They were lonely. Uh, they were isolated. Some individuals were uh, became suicidal. Some people were even homicidal. Uh, the divorce rate increased. Uh, drug addictions increased. Alcohol addictions increased. And, and people just were emotionally unstable. And the truth of the matter is some people were emotionally unstable before the pandemic. Uh, even occurred. And then when the pandemic occurred, uh, they, their, their emotional instability magnified. And we need to deal with that, especially if we're going to move forward uh, in the things of God, if we're going to continue in advancing uh, the kingdom of God, we have to be emotionally stable. We need to know how to manage uh, our emotions. And emotional health is very, very important, is, is very, very vital. Um, let's, let's, let me, let's, let's get a working definition, if you will, for emotional health. You all know I like uh, to get working definitions and see, see where your heart is, um, uh, see where your thinking is, rather, centered around the subject matter that I'm ministering about. When you hear this word, emotional health, um, what comes in your spirit? What comes to your mind? Uh, centered around emotional health. What does emotional health mean to you? What does that word say to you? Come on, put it right there in the comment area. You know this is an interactive time of ministering um, for us. So right in the comment area, let me know what what's your your thoughts centered around emotional health. Where's what where's your thinking centered around uh, emotional health? Because this is a taboo topic. Uh, in the church, but I believe we need to deal with this uh, particular area. To be, someone said, to be free of stress. I like that. To be free of stress. Come on, give me some more. Give me some more thoughts centered around emotional health. To be free from stress, and I know we all would like to be uh, stress free. Won't you just declare that with your mouth? Just say, I I'm stress free. And, and everything that I do in the kingdom of God, everything I do in my life, I do it free of stress, struggle, and strain. Somebody else, come on. Uh, what's your thoughts centered around emotional health? What does that say to you? Define emotional health uh, it, with your own words on this morning. Come on, let's get, get to someone else that to be set uh, stress-free. A sense of relief. A sense of relief. And you know, um, I want to move us from a place of being relieved from something to being delivered from it. 
because when you're relieved, it has the potential for it uh, uh, to come back. We don't want this thing to come back. We want it to be gone uh, forever. Dealing with situations in an unhealthy manner. That's good. Dealing with situations uh, in an unhealthy manner. Uh, Lady Brown says, have a sound mind. It's very important that we have a sound mind. The Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. We need to prosper in our souls. We need to have a, a sound mind. Our minds need to be stable. We can't be tossed away with every wind and every doctor. And we have to be stable uh, in our minds because as a man thinketh in his heart, which means mind, so is he. Somebody give me one more, one more working definition of what, uh, what sticks out to you or what resonates in your spirit or define in your own words what emotional health means. Come on, what does emotional health means? Make the decision not to go backwards. That's right, Alice, that we have to make decisions not to go backwards because the Bible lets you know when the spirit is cast out of you, um, it goes around, it looks for other places to reside. Then it comes back uh, looking in your window, looking in your house to see uh, is, if it's occupied or if it's, if it's empty. And then if it is empty and you make a decision to go back to doing what you were doing before you were delivered, that spirit comes back in and it comes back in seven times worse. All right, someone says, how well we acknowledge our own emotions and the emotions of others. Lord have mercy, you're in my message. Not to be burdened down with pressure. All right, these are good working definitions. Let me give you my definition. It's not going to come up uh, on the screen uh, because I didn't give this, this definition to our, our media ministry. This is something um, I wrote down before they, uh, after they received the PowerPoint presentation. Emotional health is about how we think and feel. All right, how we think and how we feel. So our thinking and our feeling are connected. The what, however you think, that's how you're going to feel. As a man thinketh, I quoted this a little earlier, as a man thinketh in his heart, which is his mind, so is he. That's how he's going to respond. Or that's how she is going to respond. They're going to respond according to how they think. So we need our minds transformed. We need our minds renewed on a daily basis if we're going to be emotionally healthy. We cannot be conformed to this world system. We cannot be conformed uh, to the culture uh, that we live in, to what's going on in society, but we have to allow God to transform our minds on a daily basis. We have to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. That's why we have to saturate ourselves in the word of God. This is not a time where we can just live our Christian walk haphazardly, but we have to live our Christian walk with in intentions. We have to be intentional as it pertains to our spiritual walk. And we have to be saturated in the word of God on a daily basis. We have to read the word of God. We have to listen uh, to the word of God so that our minds can be transformed because the only way that our minds can be transformed and renewed is through the word of God. It's about our sense of well-being. 
our ability to cope with life, life's events and how we acknowledge our own emotions as well as those of others. We have to acknowledge our own emotions. We have to be honest with ourselves and say, listen, my emotions are all over the place. I have unresolved issues that I have not dealt with and I need to deal with these unresolved issues. You cannot you cannot uh, walk in the spirit of pride. You have to take an honest assessment of yourself and say, these are the areas I need to work on in my life. And we all have areas in our lives that we need to work on. Some individuals were traumatized uh, when they were young. Not only traumatized when, when they were young, some individuals have been traumatized as um, adults. This pandemic has caused trauma. Uh, in your life. Some of us, the culture in which we were raised in, it was a toxic culture. So it shaped our thinking, which shaped our our behaviors. And we, we act a certain way. And, and we're saying, you know, this is just the way I am. This is this is this is who I am. No, this is not who God has created you to be. He's created you in his likeness and his image. And what needs to happen is you need to be honest with yourself and say, listen, I have not been delivered from this. I have not been set free from this. I still have some, some residue of these issues that I'm dealing that that I'm experiencing or that I have experienced and uh, things that I'm dealing with in my life currently. And, and I need to handle this. I need to handle this. You need to be honest with yourself and you may need to be honest with someone else that you can trust that can assist you and being set free and delivered from these issues. And also you have to be sensitive to how other individuals may, may be feeling. You may be delivered, but somebody else may be bound. And again, during this time of pandemic, especially when we were quarantined, individuals went through a lot of transitions in their lives, their emotions, uh, are all over the place. Even right now, some people, their emotions are all over the place. But even parents that had to uh, work from home and then had to educate to help assist in educating their children in that same working environment. I mean, the whole family was in the house uh, together. You could not really go anywhere except going outside for a walk or what have you. We were isolated, we were quarantined, and individuals, their emotions got the best of them. Some people thought uh, that they were delivered from some things and found out they were not really delivered from it. And some of, some of you listening to me right now, there are some things you still have not been delivered from. There's some things that still have you bound. The enemy has entrapped you, glory be to God, with elements from your past. But I'm declaring and decreeing as we continue to teach of the word of God that you're being set free, but you have to be sensitive to the emotions of others. People are going through things, people have gone through things and you cannot be insensitive. They may be acting funny, uh, they may be acting strange, they may be re uh, responding uh, disrespectfully, but you, you, you gotta understand something. Um, it's really, it's really, it, it may be at you, but it's not for you. Let me say that again.
even know how to deal with the situations they've been experiencing because they've been bombarded with situations. They've been bombarded with circumstances in their lives and their minds are all over the place. Their emotions are, are all over the place. And you have to be sensitive as a believer of Jesus Christ to be able to discern, listen, this is not really uh, that person. This this is somebody else. They're going through something. They're experiencing something. And you may need to pause and have a dialogue with that person. Some individuals got bad doctor's reports during this time of pandemic. A lot of people lost loved ones. They lost people that were, were close to them. Or they had uh, people that they have relationships with that were in the hospital. They could not get um, into the hospital because uh, of COVID and the hospital sealed everything off, would not allow individuals in the hospital. So they couldn't see their loved ones. They couldn't see the person that they really cared for. All they could do was, was FaceTime them, but they couldn't hold their hands and, and speak words of encouragement in their lives. They, they could not wipe the tears that they were, that were coming down their face, that was coming down their face. They could not do what they would normally they do, and it, it has taken people uh, for uh, aloof. It has caused individuals, th their emotions to be all over the place. And we have to be sensitive. And what we must understand, let me make this, this point. What we must understand is that e uh, emotional health is not about having the skills and the resources to manage the ups and downs of day the daylight is not uh again it's it doesn't mean being happy all the time excuse me emotional health does not mean being happy all the time it's about managing the ups and downs of day to day life you are not going to be happy all the time you and i are not going to be happy all the time because happiness is predicated upon circumstances, but we can have joy every day because joy, uh, joy is predicated upon the God that you have on the inside. Joy is not predicated upon circumstances. When you have God on the inside of your life, you can have joy in the midst of horrific experiences that may be taking place in your life. You can be going through something disastrous. You be, can be going through turmoil. You can be going through life's most difficult challenges, but you still have joy. That's because you have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding that guards your heart and your mind by Christ Jesus. You can have joy, unspeakable joy, and full of glory because you have God on the inside and you understand that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Let's go to our foundational text on this morning. It's found in 3 John, 3 John 2, our foundational text on this morning. 3 John 2, let's put that up on the screen. It reads, dear friends, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. Just keep that up on the screen. I believe in the King James Version, it says, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul 
prospers. Now, a lot of individuals, especially faith teachers, and I'm not against faith teachers or anything like that, because I, they use this as their foundational text for prosperity. But And I'm not against prosperity. I believe that that God uh, blesses us uh, financially. I believe he blesses us with cars and clothes and, and cribs. I, I believe leaving that. But this text has been taken out of context. What was going on here is John was saluting Gaius, which was his friend. He was a leader. And he was letting them know, listen, I'm not just concerned about your spirituality, but I'm also concerned about your emotional well-being. So John says here, dear friend, I pray, he's saluting him, I pray that you may enjoy good health, somebody say good health, and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. Now, your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, in your, your intellect. I believe in the Trinity. God is a triune God. He's God the Father, he's God the Son, and he's God the Holy Spirit. We are tripart beings. Uh, we're spirit, soul, and body. We are spirit. Um, we live in a body and we possess a soul. Man is a spirit that lives in a body and we possess a soul. Now the soul again is your mind, your will, your emotions, in your intellect. Now, Peter Scazzario, he makes this statement. It's, it's, it, it is not possible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. Again, Peter, Peter Scazzario says, it is not possible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. We have to have a balance in our lives. We have to be mature spiritually, and we also have to be mature emotionally. You cannot be spiritually mature and emotionally immature. Emotional health and spiritual maturity, it cannot be separated. I'll say that again. Emotional health and spiritual maturity, it cannot be separated. And what, what we need to do, we must make sure that as, as, as we walk this Christian walk out, we must make sure that we allow God to deal with our emotions. We have to allow God to get into those secret areas of our hearts. As a matter of fact, we have to allow God to get into those secret areas of our souls. Just because you come to the altar, whether the altar is in your home, whether it's in your car, or whether it's in the sanctuary, and you repeat the sinner's prayer and you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it does not mean that you are emotionally whole. What it means is that you've been reconciled back to God. You are saved now. You are delivered from sin. But there's some issues that may be unresolved in your life that you have to deal with. You cannot avoid the issues in your lives. And the saints of God, they do a good job at <laughs> ignoring the issues that are going on in their lives. Or what they do is they replace their emotional, emotional instability with other things. And then they believe they've been delivered and set free uh, from those situations replacing uh, replacing 
your emotional instability with other other things. I'll give you an example. Let me just give you an example. You know, some people believe, okay, you know, I have these unresolved issues in my life. Uh, some individuals have been traumatized uh, in their life. They were traumatized in their childhood. So, so what they do is to offset that is they they dive into education. So they they excel. Uh, in education, they excel uh, in their career, or they may excel uh, in producing or launching their own business because they feel that void, that that pain in their life, if you will, with other things. And what happens when you do that is you experience just what somebody said in the chat area earlier, you experience relief and not deliverance. You get relieved from the situation, but you are not delivered from the situation. And you may need to sit down and talk uh, with a therapist. Uh, I, I know you can pray about it. You can read the word of God. You can declare and decree the word of God, but you may need to sit down with a professional, somebody where that's their expertise. You need to sit down with a Christian therapist so they can walk you through the process so you can be delivered. See, see, emotional instability, um, <laughs> emotional instability, the way you get delivered uh, from this, glory to God, the way you get delivered from uh, this depression, the way you get de uh, delivered from being traumatized, what happens is you have to be drawn out of this and not just snatched out. Glory to God. God takes you through the process of being delivered from this. Uh, I, I'm going to prove it. Let's let's just let's just just move a little bit further. I'm going to prove it in just one minute. Um, Christian spirituality without an integration of emotional health can be deadly to yourself, to your relationship with God, and the people around you. Again, Christian spirituality without an integration of emotional health. It can be deadly to yourself because you will deceive yourself to your relationship with God. You will not be as close to God as you think because the closer you get to God, the more you experience the love of God, the more you experience the nature of God, the essence of God, the character of God. And what will happen is you'll begin to move further away from God because some of the emotions that you are feeling because of you drawing closer to God will remind you of how you felt when you were either abused, when you were manipulated, taken advantage of, when you were traumatized, whatever experience that you experienced in your life, it will remind you of that and you will begin to back up from God, not realizing that God is not a man. God will not treat you like man uh, has treated you. God is not going to manipulate you. He's not going to take uh, advantage of you. Um, he's going to help you. He's going to bring you to this abundant life that we're supposed to be living as the saints of God. See, the word salvation means wholeness. It means to be delivered. It means to be set free. It means to be, uh, be healed. And, and some of the the branches, if you will, of salvation. It takes time for it to happen 
in your life. Again, your, your, your spirit is saved, but there are some things in your soul that you need uh, to deal with. And, and I'm believing that starting today that you're going to deal with those, those issues. So again, Christian spirituality with an integration, without an integration of emotional health can be deadly to yourself, to your relationship with God and people around you. You can start treating people differently. You can start, uh, uh, your relationships with people can, um, can go left, if you will, because you're acting very different. You're pushing people um, away. You'll start acting standoffish and you don't wanna be around people. You don't wanna um, be in the company uh, of people. And that can damage relationships because sometimes people don't know what you're going through. They don't know what you're facing. They don't know um, what you're dealing with. And I know you'll say, well, they need to be able to discern that or the Lord will show them. Sometimes God doesn't show us um, what people are experiencing. Sometimes we we don't sense that uh, people are going through uh, certain situations in their lives. And sometimes we do sense it, but we can't put our finger on it. Oh, and or because of a lack of relationship, we don't talk, try to, or we don't attempt to talk to that individual about what they're uh, experiencing. Uh, and so you cannot hold people hostage uh, to that. And sometimes because of our emotional instabilities, what ends up happening is we end up hurting people that can, that have the ability or the potential to help us because hurt people hurt people. Glory to God. You can end up pushing somebody away uh, from you that God has ordained to help you in this season, that God has ordained to take you to another level, that God can, that has ordained to bring you to another dimension uh, in living. And you have to be, you have to be careful that you don't do that because if your emotions gets the best of you, it can cause you to burn bridges, glory to God. And you do not want to burn bridges. You do not want to tear down bridges that God has ordained to get you to the other side of a successful life. Now, when we ignore the emotional component of our lives, we move through the motions of Christian disciplines, activities, and behaviors, but deeply rooted behavioral patterns from our past continue to hinder us from, from an authentic life of maturity in Christ. Let's read that again. When we ignore the emotional component of our lives. We move through the motions of Christian disciplines. Some of us go through the motions of Christian disciplines and activities and behaviors. We serve in the church. We serve in food pantry. We serve in kitchen. We serve with hospitality. We're, we're, we're great ushers and we just go through the, 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 through the motions of doing the work of ministry glory to god but deep rooted behavioral patterns from our past continue to hinder us glory to god we don't deal with the issue just because you're serving in church just because you serve in a certain area of ministry it does not mean that you've dealt with the issues in your life it's almost like being a functioning addict 
Glory to God. A functioning addict is, is someone, they, they can go to work, but they're still doing drugs. They're still getting high. And we have some functioning addicts in the body of Christ doing a good job serving, clapping their hands, shouting, rejoicing, dancing. They're doing all the spiritual uh, activities they, they can do, but their emotions is all jacked up, still dealing with depression, still having suicidal thoughts, still mean. Because they're dealing with unresolved issues. Glory be to God. And in this season, I believe we need to stop. We need to pause. And we need to deal with those issues in our lives. And I believe during this time of pandemic, that's what, what uh, the, the Holy Spirit uh, has done with us. That's what God has done with us. He slowed us down. He put some things on pause put some things on hold, made us aware, excuse me, made us aware of some things in our lives that we need to deal with, that we're not delivered from, that we're not set free from. And he brought those things back to the service so that we can see, hold up, wow, I thought I was free from that 15 years ago. No, you weren't free, you were relieved from it. You thought because you got busy, you think because you you dove deeper in the education. You thought because you you took on two and three jobs. You thought that because you you uh, got more committed uh, in in activities in the church. You thought because you you went to Bible study more. I'm going to be more consistent in going to Bible study. I'm going to be more consistent in going to prayer meetings. I'm going to serve in every area or every capacity of ministry uh, I, I can serve in. That's great, that's awesome. You were strengthening yourself spiritually, but you were depleting yourself emotionally. You still didn't deal with those unresolved issues in your life. Let me close with this. You all remember the one, the woman with the issue of blood. She had this, this issue for 12 long years and she went to, to every physician in town, glory to God. She dealt with it naturally, but nothing got better it got worse. Things got worse. Glory be to God. And just think about it. This woman uh, was isolated from people for 12 long years. She was isolated from people 12 long years. And if she went out of the house, they would yell, unclean, unclean, because according to the Levitical law, you were deemed unclean if you had an issue in your life uh, like this. If you uh, were bleeding and, and, and unclean, if you will, uh, consistently like this. We, uh, it, it was a menstrual period that she was dealing with. She was on her menstrual cycle for, for 12 long years. So she was deemed unclean. So every time she would walk outside, they would yell, unclean, unclean. Everybody know, knew her issue. That will traumatize you. You go out into the community and people are talking about you. They, uh, and you can hear them talking about you. They're saying bad things about you they were yelling unclean 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 and she had the possibility of being stoned of of being being killed glory be to god and she was dealing with this for 12 long years some of you've been dealing with your situation for 30 years for 
for 14 years, for 15 years. Some of you only a month, only a year or what have you. How, however long it's been, you need to get delivered from it. <clears throat> you need to get healed from it. You need to get set free from it. And Jesus Christ is ready to set you free. God is ready to heal you. God is ready to deliver you. God is ready to set you free. But are you willing to put the necessary work in so you can become emotionally stable, so you can become whole in your emotional life? Jesus said, I come that you may have life, the God kind of life, Zoe life, and have it more abundantly. I've come that you may be whole and set free. I come that you may enjoy life to the fullest until it overflows. But the question becomes, do you want to live life on that level? Are you willing to do what it takes to become emotionally whole? Glory be to God. God is ready to set you free. Are you willing to take the advice? Are you willing to sit down with a counselor and, and open yourself up. Yeah, a Christian counselor. You may need to sit down with someone, glory be to God, that has the skill to deal with your issue. You may need to sit down with your, your pastoral leadership and have a conversation centered around what you've been experiencing in life. You may need to open up and say, listen, Right now, my mind is all over the place. I'm about to lose it. I'm, I'm about to snap. I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. I'm stressed out. You need to be honest. You need to be like Jesus when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. The Bible lets you know that it was so intense. He was facing death. And as he was praying, sweat came down uh, his brow like drops of blood. He was stressed out. Glory be to God. He was having a stress attack. He was having a panic attack. You say, Jesus, Jesus, not, not Jesus. Yes, Jesus, because you have to understand he was both God and man. Glory to God. And when he was in the garden of Gethsemane, he was functioning and operating in his, in his humanity, not in his deity. And he said, if it be possible, let this cup past me. Take this away from me. He was stressed out. He was about to lose it, but he was honest. Listen, I I, I can't take it. And some of you, the first, your, your, your first, the first thing you need to do in this deliverance process, as it pertains to your emotions, you need to be honest. I can't take it no more. I'm about to lose it. I'm about to give up. I'm angry. I'm mad. I'm upset. I'm ready to hurt somebody. God, I do not want to be bothered with this anymore. I don't want to be around people. You need to be open and you need to be honest so you can get delivered and so you can get set free. And that's what they tell uh, uh, someone that's addicted to drugs or alcohol. Uh, when they go to their counseling sessions, their, their group sessions, they said the first thing you need to do is you need to admit that you're an addict. That's the first step you need to make. In your deliverance process, you need to. Um, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. I have not gotten over this. I think about it periodically. Sometimes it causes me uh, um, to be at a standstill in my life. It paralyzes me. Fear grips me. Glory be to God. That's why some of you can't even uh, 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 function right in your marital relationship. It's because of some things you experienced in your past. 
You were traumatized, glory be to God. You were taken advantage of. Some of you were violently abused, glory to God. My God, my God. You went through that situation and you never got free from it. You got relieved from it and you got into another relationship. You need to get set free. You need to get set free. You need to get healed. Glory be to God. Some of you can't uh, uh, function and operate in ministry. You, you don't volunteer. You don't get involved uh, with the ministry because of things that you've dealt with in your past. So you feel like you can't trust people. Glory be to God. You feel like you're going to be let down. You feel like you're going to be hurt. Maybe because you were hurt in the last ministry. Maybe because you were you were hurt uh, because you were under a leader that didn't understand you and you, you butted heads or what have you. And you had a misunderstanding and you think, okay, the same thing is going to happen again. You need to get delivered. You need to get set free, but you need to be honest and say, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm dealing with. Glory be to God, so you can be properly diagnosed, <laughs> so you can get the right remedy, hallelujah, for your situation. Glory to God. So you remember this, this woman with the issue of blood. She had this, this issue for, for 12 long years. She heard of Jesus coming. She heard Jesus was coming to town, not Santa Claus, but she heard Jesus was coming to town. And she said, listen, I don't care if I get stoned. I don't care what's going to happen in my life. They can call, say unclean, unclean, all they want. I've heard it enough. I've been through enough. I'm tired of being depressed. I'm tired of my emotions being all over the place. I'm tired of feeling suicidal. I'm sick of all this. Jesus is coming to town and I'm going to make sure I get to Jesus. And the Bible says that Jesus, I mean, this woman with the issue of blood, she pressed, glory be to God. She pushed and it's time for you to press and push through your circumstance, press and push through your drama, your trauma, your abuse, whatever you've experienced in your life. It's time for you to press because some of you've gotten in the law, glory be to God. Some of you gotten stuck uh, in a stupor. Some of you become come lazy, glory to God. Some of you have lost your focus. You off track, you way off in left field, but it's time for you to realign yourself up for the plan and the will of God for your life. It's time to get things in order in your life. It's time for you to be whole. It's time for you to live a balanced life, being whole both spiritually and emotionally. Glory be to God. Uh, won't you put it in the comment area? God, make me whole spiritually and emotionally. Put it in the comment area. God, make me whole spiritually. Hallelujah. And emotionally. I believe right now that the Holy Spirit is going into those secret areas of your heart right now. And he's beginning to heal you. He's beginning to deliver you. He's beginning to set you free. I speak peace in your mind right now and peace in your emotions. This is a new season for you. This is a new day. Glory be to God. Keep on pushing. Keep on pushing. Come on, put it in the comment area. Encourage somebody. Keep on pushing. Keep on pushing and, and keep on pressing. Woo! My, 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 my. God is making you whole on today. So she pressed and the Bible lets you know that she touched the hem of his garment and virtue went out of his body. The blood stopped. She was made whole. Glory be to God. The blood dried up. But if you continue to read that particular story, what you will find out is after that took place, the Bible lets you know that Jesus 
when he talked to the woman, the Bible says that he sat her down. They sat down and she told him the whole truth. Glory be to God. She began to talk to him about what she experienced. She's began to talk to him about what she experienced in life and what she was going through. She sat down and she told him the whole truth. And it's time for us to pause. Time for us to rest. It's time for us to slow down. People think busyness is greatness. They think busyness is success. If you keep doing this and you keep doing that, no, 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 no. There comes a time you need to slow down and you need to deal with your issues. You need to deal with those situations in your life that have kept you hostage, kept you from moving forward in the things of God and in life. And it's time for you to slow down and tell them the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. It's time for us to open ourselves up and allow our lives, our hearts to become an open book to God so we can be healed, so we can be delivered, so we can be set free by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I believe right now the Holy Spirit is moving. I feel the anointing of God right where you are. Just lift your hands and just begin to worship him. Begin to talk to him. And allow the Holy Spirit of God to begin to minister to you. Allow the Spirit of God to begin to move in those areas of your life that nobody knows anything about. Allow the Spirit of God to shine light in those dark areas of your life. Glory be to God so that you can be set free, so that you can be made whole. God wants you whole. He wants you entire and lacking nothing. Lacking, lacking nothing, lacking peace and lacking joy, lacking hope. He doesn't want you lacking anything. Some of you stop dreaming. Glory be to God. It's time for you to dream again. Don't allow your emotions to take control over your life. Oh, my God. God is ready to set you free. And I want to pray for some in individuals on today. I want to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for your word today. Father, we're not just going to be hearers of your word. We're going to be doers of your word. And Father, we pray for wholeness. God, set every captive free on today. Deliver on today. In the name of Jesus, heal on today. God, go into those dark places of our lives and begin to minister to us. God, even begin to reveal unto us things that we haven't dealt with that we don't even know about. Stuff that's in our heart that we don't realize has, that has entered our heart. Father, we ask you, oh God, to remove the spirit of bitterness. God, we ask you to deliver from oppression and depression. Deliver from suicide thoughts, suicidal thoughts and, and panic, panic attacks, God. God, we come against murder. We come against rage right now in the name of Jesus. We come against it right now. We come against low self-esteem. And we speak of boldness in your life right now. We speak of boldness in your life right now. Stop thinking you cannot be successful. Glory be to God. Stop thinking you can't move forward. This is a new day for you. Be set free by the power of the Holy Spirit. Be transformed. Be renewed in your mind on today. And we declare and decree that no weapon formed against you shall be able to 
to prosper. Satan, loose your hold off the people of God right now. We plead the blood of Jesus over your mind, over your emotions right now. In the name of Jesus, we declare and decree a momentum shift in your life. Ah, God, we ask you to speed up the pace. We remove every, every barrier right now off the life of your people in the name of Jesus. And Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise for it. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's begin to praise and, and magnify God right now. Hallelujah. Begin to glorify him. Begin to worship him. There's a healing anointing right now. That's flowing. There's a healing anointing. Some of you uh, come out of broken relationships. There's a healing anointing right now. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Some of you have been told often what you cannot be and what you you can be. Oh, glory be to God. But I, 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 I speak to you right now and tell you you can be what God says you can be. You can do what God tells you you can do. You can have what God says you can have. Some people have told you what you could be, but what they told you you could be placed limitations around your life and we remove the limitations right now by the power of the holy spirit there's somebody watching right now you've been trying to fix your situation your condition you can't fix it by yourself you can't turn your situation around you got some emotions that you, you're dealing with you need jesus christ in your life you need to be like that woman with the issue of blood you need to press and you need to grab the hem of his garment so that you can be made whole. It's time for you to receive Jesus Christ today. Jesus is ready to come in your life and change your life. Mm. Hallelujah. On today. And you say, well, preacher, how in the world could this happen? It's real easy. The Bible says it like this. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Christ Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. With the heart, the man believeth, but with the mouth, confession is made known unto God. It's time for you to accept Jesus Christ in your life. Stop whatever you're doing right now and repeat these words after me. Receive Jesus by faith. It's not about emotions. It's not about how you feel. You may not feel anything, but you have to believe that Jesus Christ is coming to your life. So repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I believe in my heart that you've been raised from the dead just for me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for saving me right now. Now say this with boldness. Say, Satan, take your hands off my mind, my soul, and my spirit. I belong to God. I belong to God. I belong to God right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, welcome into the body of Christ. We we are so excited that you decided, we are so excited that you made the choice to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Your life is about to be forever changed because you received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And I want everybody that's a part of the point of praise right now, those of you that have even partnered with us on today, just put right in the comment area, welcome to the body of Christ. Let's show uh, these individuals, how much we love them and how much we appreciate them. Just put it right in the comment area. Welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome to the body of Christ. Now, 
If you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I need you to do me a, a great big favor. I need you to, to stop what you're doing. And I just need you to text five, four, two, four, four. And right in the message area, put new B. I need you to text five, four, two, four, four. And right in the, the comment area, right in your message area, put the word new B. And if you receive Jesus Christ in your life, let us celebrate you right in the comment area right now. Just put new B. Just put new B. That lets us know that you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And someone from my aftercare team is going to be in contact with you within the next 24 to 48 hours. Right in the comment area, just put the word new B. Uh, new NB. I'm sorry, NB. Just put NB right there in the comment area. And someone from our aftercare team is going to be in contact with you within the next 24 to 48 hours. We want to come alongside you and help you with your Christian walk. We're your new brothers and your new sisters in Christ. And listen, if you don't have a church home, you want to be a part of the Point of Praise Family uh, Life Center. You can be a virtual member or you can be an in-person member, but there's no distance in our connectivity uh, anymore. If you would like to be a part of this ministry, right in the comment area, uh, just put the word join. Just put join, J-O-I-N, right in the comment area. Uh, just put the word join. Uh, and you can also uh, text 518-209-1303. Again, you can uh, text, excuse me, 845-209-1303. Again, text 845-209-1303 right in the um message area put the word join j-o-i-n and someone from our aftercare team will get in contact with you and also right here in our our common area you can just put the word join j-o-i-n we want you to be a part of what we're doing here at the point of praise family life center and if you have decided to join this ministry we welcome you um, to this this body of baptized believers. Listen, we're imperfect people, but we serve a perfect God and we love on people. And we believe that if you connect with this ministry, that God will take your life to another level. He will take your life to another level. Your finances, your family, your dreams, your goals, they'll go to a whole nother level glory be to god well this opportunity time it's time to give it's time to sow into the kingdom of god this is an opportunity you can partner with the point of praise in advancing the kingdom of god we're doing some incredible things here at the point of praise family life center we have some amazing outreach um opportunities that you can partner with by sowing on today we're meeting the needs of individuals in the capital well in the hudson valley uh region and ulster county and around the world so i said all that to say this that your seed is going into good ground and we believe that god will multiply your seed because the word of the lord declares that the liberal soul shall be made fat so this is the way that you can sow your seeds on today you can either use the give plus app you can download that app if you have not uh done that already you can download that app um the give plus app 
and look up the Point of Praise Family Life Center, the Point of Praise Family Life Center, and you can give your seeds that way, or you can give uh, by phone or your iPad. Uh, you can text to give. Text your amount to 845-253-9216. Again, text 845-253-9216 right there in the message area. Put the amount the Holy Spirit will lead you to give, whether it's $50, whether it's $100, $500, $10,000, whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to give, you can give. Because for our outreach our efforts, it takes between uh, $3,000 to $4,000 a month to do uh, what we do here at the Point of Praise Family Life Center. God may uh, lead you to write off a, a whole month, um, whatever the Holy Spirit leads you uh, to do. Uh, that's what you do. Also, you can give online. You can go to www.thepointonline.org, uh, thepointonline.org, and you can press the give button and you can give on our secure website. We know the tithe is 10% of everything that God blessed us with. God gets a dime out of every dollar and he gave us some promises that he will open up the windows of heaven, pour us out blessings. We have room enough not to receive. He will rebuke the devourer for our name's sake. And I'm telling you right now, when you tithe and you sow seeds, the windows of heaven blessing is open over your life. It may not always come with finances, but sometimes it comes with divine protection. Sometimes it comes through healing. There's many ways that God does it, but I'm telling you, you cannot be God-given no matter how you try. Let me pronounce seeds on this morning. Father, we thank you for those individuals that are given. We declare jobs and better jobs, houses and land, inheritances and estates. God, we declare that every way is made, every need is met, and every door is open. And we give you glory, honor, and praise for it now. In Jesus' name, everyone say amen and amen. Well, God bless you. We thank you all for partnering with us on today. Uh, blessed and successful and prosperous week. Please uh, connect with us on Tuesday night uh, with our senior pastor who's doing a wonderful job of teaching our Bible study every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Please connect with us right now. We're in a series, uh, a teaching entitled The Art of Evangelism. I believe that God is restoring his people back to his original intent, and that is to reconcile man back to him. That's to fulfill the great commission. So be please uh, be a part of that Bible teaching. You know, I was taught, and I believe this with all of my heart, that one meal a week uh, it's not good enough for you. Just Sunday morning is not good enough for you. You need to saturate yourself in the word of God. Be a part of our, our Bible study on Tuesday night and our prayer times on Tuesday mornings and Thursday mornings at 7 o'clock uh, p.m. Again, please keep your eyes and your ears open for the next time that we'll be in our parking lot drive through uh, worship experience. We'll get that information um, out to you so that we can worship the Lord on together. Until then, let's stay in faith. Let's stay focused. Most of all, let's stay connected because together we make a difference. God bless you. Have a wonderful week.